Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. And my patron peeps, what's up, patrons? Uh, how, how, how are you there? Oh, how are you? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm fine. I'm, I'm just glad to be here uh, to tell you this, uh, you know, do the intro and eventually talk to you about the good place. So, uh, yeah, thanks for supporting me, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where should I put that? Okay. You, do you need anything? You need any water or anything? Okay, great. Uh, all right. What do you say we get on with the show? Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, things on your mind, uh, feelings, uh, like any emotions coming up for you, uh, or just, you know, generalized or specific stuff. Uh, physical sensations, changes, uh, weather, you know, work schedules, other people's schedules, just, you know, mystery stuff. You know, those, there's like, uh, I guess I'll talk about mystery stuff. Uh, I don't know, have we talked about mystery stuff on the podcast before? A lot of times I ask questions because uh, I don't know the answers to them. That's why I, mostly why I ask questions. Not the only reason why. Sometimes it's strategic, but most times it's just organic. Uh, you see, if I talk, because there's those lollipops that have mysteries. Mysteries always, uh, a lot of times, symbolized in um, f- food products and game shows. Those are where I encounter the most mystery, the, this kind of mystery, with a big question mark. But anyway, where the mystery was, what was I supposed to be talking about? Well, uh, like whatever's keeping me awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is I have this, this safe place here. It's not a mystery. It's uh, safe and you're invited. But it's also optional. You could check it out. You could come in. You could observe it from afar. We, uh, I don't think we've bragged about this before, but we actually have a safe place. You could feel, you could be in the safe place by binocular. Oh, also just in by binocular or telescope too, or just general observation. So if you're a birder, this might work better for you. You say, well, I'm very relaxed when I'm looking at birds through uh, my binocs. Uh, and I'd say, wow, you call them binox too. Uh, I, 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 I don't. I don't. Uh, does anybody call them noculars or nox, uh, like with an N? Cause, uh, like, uh, but, yeah, this is a safe place you could look at through binoculars. And you say, huh, looks pretty safe over there. And, uh, I mean, just like watching birds. I mean, this podcast is pretty similar. Uh, I mean, in some ways, not all the great ways of bird watching. Yeah, because I know for some people, bird watching is very stimulating. But some people, it's like, huh, I like that bird. I mean, this is how I watch birds, huh? Like how you walk. Oh, look at that. Uh, oh, yeah. In the moment here, watching this bird walking around or bird baths. Uh, one of the most underrated things at Golden Gate Park's music concourse is watching birds take baths, in my opinion. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a social construct. It says watching birds takes, but birds are the only thing you can watch, but take a bath. Uh, elephants, I guess, too. Probably other things, but you say, what do you, what do you, what do you, well, I like watching birds and elephants take baths. And they say, wow, that's totally normal. So, uh, where was I? That went off on an interesting tangent. So, oh, that, that, oh, trying to create a safe place you could observe from far or near. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, those are tones that are creaky, yeah, but a little bit sweet. You'd say, yeah, like a bit like uh, something that I can't quite put my finger on. The tone, they're not bad, those dull, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, that's what people, some people say, yeah. Uh, 
Creaky dulcetones, pointless meanders, which you just caught a few, uh, superfluous tangents, uh, maybe that maybe one was in there. Filler words, pauses, pondering, holy cow. You know, uh, uh, mild imagery, mildly, you know, mildly engaging imagery of a bird. I was picturing one of those little birds. I don't know if it's a finch or a sparrow or something else. I mean, here's a question. You know, there's so many lists on the Internet. Uh, This is not a list I've ever seen. Birds that take the best bathed birds. not only is that like a triple, is is it alliteration if it's triple? Uh, is it, I mean, I'm sure there's a list somewhere out there. Best bathed birds. It is hard to say. And uh, is it is it bragging? Is it like like you could say, Billy the best bathed bird bragged. Uh, maybe eventually we could do an episode about that with Bernie. If I, if I'm not if I haven't made it, somebody remind me. Uh, anyway, so, okay, where was I? Cause now I'm, okay, so send my voice, oh, I go off topic. I think that's what I was explaining. So if you're new, surprise, uh, I go off topic a lot and I don't make a lot of sense, uh, but I'm here to help. So let me give you a couple things. Cause of course, if you're new, you're probably skeptical. You may be, you know, you may be making a, like a, a face like you've consumed citrus because you say, what is this thing? And that's perfectly natural. I'm not, I'm, I'm totally on your side uh, because I am a very skeptical person too. So if you're new, let me tell you about the structure of the show. Show starts off with a few minutes of business. Now, some new listeners will object to that because uh, it's not exactly convenient, but the show does take like uh, multiple full-time hours to put out every week. So so that's how we keep it free for everybody. And that's my goal, not to have it behind the paywall of a service. And if you're new, you don't really have to pay attention. So it's just a minor inconvenience to keep it free for everybody. Pretty cool, but trade-off. Then there's an intro, which this also can throw new new listeners off. So if it's throwing you off, perfectly normal, because it's like whatever, eight minutes into the podcast and haven't got to really any points yet. Uh, which is, you know, not to put the beak before the cart, uh, as uh, has never been said before. Is it, what's it, if it's, what's a truism? What's it like if you attempt to make a truism that's false? I mean, think about that, because that's like, a, I mean, I don't think you'd want to put the beak before the cart. You would want to probably put the beak before the horse, though, because, or maybe not. I guess it would depend on the horse's feelings about birds. Uh, because uh, you would, I, I think you wouldn't. If I was a horse, I wouldn't want to be thinking about a beak bumping into me. Uh, I guess if it was like one of those birds. I don't think there are birds. I think those are just another creature. Birds that clean the other creature's teeth. Maybe that only happens in cartoons anyway. But it, how about this birds? I don't know if there's any birds evolving, looking for a new stage in evolution. Uh, but what do you think about? Um, you know, doing it for a horse, like, because they get to wag their tail or cows, you know, keep the flies away. Do, do, any, any birds out there that eat flies? We just lost our entire contingent of fly listeners, but that's it's just a theory I'm putting out there. Just total thought experiment, not real. Uh, but, uh, you know, why don't you ride on the back of a horse and, you know, take care of that for the horse or help uh Maybe the breeze of the tail, you would like that, but I don't know. Just a thought. Then you'd put the beak, beak upon the horse. That, that could be, that could be, one day that could be a truism. I guess you wouldn't say, don't put the beak upon the horse. Uh, but maybe it, could, maybe it could be. Maybe it could be like, maybe this would just be an uh, evolutionary confusion. People confused about evolutionary circles. So maybe like some obscure uh, high school professor would write it on a paper. Don't put the beak upon the horse like Scooter did uh, when he tried to, you know, help birds evolve. And you know how that ended. Took down the entire Audubon Society. It was terrible. uh, uh, Don't put the beak upon the horse, even though it sounds like a good idea. There's a reason the birds never evolved that way. Just Scooter doesn't know what it is. So anyway, if you're new, uh, oh, the intro, that's what I was going to say, that can throw people off. Uh, how did I get talking about birds? Uh, 
have no idea. But so the intros, oh, they tend to throw the new listener off because I don't, I never get like the whole idea of the intro is that uh, I just keep talking to try to introduce you. I try to get to the point. I'm not kidding. I say, well, let me just try to whip up a, a smooth metaphor here. Uh, that'll explain. But then I think about, I try to think about it from your perspective. Well, you're new. Maybe I could just give you an example of where, uh, like a, like a tan. And then I find myself like lost in, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, uh, so I guess this is another, this could be evolution. Maybe my brain has evolved to, to, to go off topic and keep you company as you drift off. But what I was trying to say is that the new the, the the intros are about twelve to eighteen minutes. It's not me, other than the beginning. It's not me like trying to get you to help the podcast or anything. It's just to, to help it give you plenty of time to wind down and relax. And as you're getting ready for bed, or as you're first in bed, because I, I just think it's uh, part of that wind down routine, getting comfortable, easing into bedtime. You can skip it. I would say start skipping the intros if you've listened to two or three and you say, well, I like this podcast, but I don't like the intros, which is like about two or three percent of regular listeners and then some unspecified amount of uh, patrons or all night listeners. So give it a shot. Then I'll talk about the good place. Eventually, some people are saying, yeah, yeah. And then that'll be like very uh, unrelated to the good place. It'll be a recap, but most people say, which have, which season are you talking about right now? Because, like, I didn't know. And they say, oh, season four. And I just had a convo with somebody, and they said, oh, you didn't talk about season two. And I said, yeah, I'll get there after season four. We've done that in the past, too, where we do seasons out of order. So that's something to look forward to, actually. So what else? what else did I forget to talk about? So... Yeah, so the oh, the, so that's a structure show, uh, business intro twelve to eighteen minutes business, good place, thank you. So that's the structure of the show. Uh, this is a podcast you don't need to listen to, which you may have already come to that conclusion. Maybe you've already come to it in a stronger way, and if you have, just go to sleepingpodcast dot com slash no thank you. Then you can find something else to listen to. Maybe that'll help. Uh, but yeah, so um. Yeah, you don't need to listen to me. There's no pressure to listen, uh, but there's no pressure to fall asleep either. The reason the podcasts uh, are about an hour is so you have plenty of time to drift off. I'm going to be here till the very end, keeping you company, uh, whether you're awake or asleep. I'm here to be your boar bud, your boar friend, your boar bestie, uh, your your boar bay, your boar uh, boar bra if you're in San Diego or. Uh, you know, some other regions where there's a lot of uh, people that say that, you know, Point Break, maybe you're a Point Break fan. I don't know. So I'm trying to think what else I covered. And no pressure listen, no pressure fall asleep. I make this show because I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And if I can help, uh, it would be my honor. And you might say, you don't know me. And I'd say, you're right. You're right. Uh, you know, you might not say, you say, hey, well, we don't know. How do you know? And I say, and I say, well, I don't know, I truly believe that deep down, that you deserve a good night's sleep, uh, that you deserve a place to rest, and that your life will be a little bit better if you get the rest you deserve and need, and that other people's lives will be a little bit better. So that's one reason. The other reason is because I've been there, so I know how it feels. I know the frustration. I know the loneliness. It's familiar to me. And that also makes it really important for me to help where I can. I, I mean, I really wish this podcast worked for everybody. That'd be cool. Uh, but the reason I made this show is because other stuff that works for other people doesn't necessarily work for me. And I said, well, maybe I could help some people with something similar. Uh, so that's why I make the show. Uh, and now, and that's why it doesn't work for everybody. So give it a few tries if you're new. That's what almost every single listener said. I mean, some people lately have said, oh, I started listening. It worked right away, helped me right away or liked it right away because that was more on the sensibility level. They say, oh, this is my sensibility or style. Yeah, goof, you know, goofball. So just see how it goes. Uh, You know, that's all I ask. Uh, I just want to help. But yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. I wish it did. 
And I really appreciate you checking the show out. I'm glad you're here. I work very, very hard. I take this, uh, you know, I take goofing around very seriously because I want to help. And here's a couple of ways we're able to keep this podcast free for everybody. All right, everybody. So we're talking about two episodes in a row here, back to back. Uh, I just got to find my forking pages here. Uh, From season four of The Good Place, the final season. And actually, we're in the middle of the the final countdown. Uh, uh, the first episode is called Help is Other People. And I haven't, like, I'm still downloading it, actually. So it'll be a few more seconds. Uh, but I, I know it opens with Eleanor talking to the camera. Uh, then there's an ad. Is that right? Uh, Eleanor talking to the camera. Ad, first year of afterlife. Uh, what do you remember most? Uh, Chidi John and so there's so there's like this little montage. Oh, it feels like an ad, uh, like it's some sort of like a video presentation video. Oh, it's downloaded now. So, uh, but yeah, I don't want to. I get a pause. Like, uh, let's just go through this first uh, opening sequence and see how close I get it. Chidi John Simone, uh, they do a cheers of wine. They have big smiles on their face. I happen to pause it when John had one of the biggest smiles I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, you can really, if you ever, if you want to, like you say, Scoots, you know, I'm looking to project onto more uh, fictional figures, you know, really help me uh, with my emotional resonance or something. I'd say randomly pause uh, the good place and then see what the faces the characters are making. And there's probably a 50% chance it'll go well. Like when John was smiling, I don't know if it was just a, like it was like was that the most joyous moment in John's afterlife or was it just because of where I paused it? Uh, joy, John. Then it goes to like where the screen split into four quadrants, uh, and Chidi John and Simone are in the upper left. Uh, in the upper right is Brent, and he's kind of like uh, he has a boot of beer. He's with two other people. One person has a s- smaller boot, and the other person uh, she has a mug of beer. And they're kind of cheersing. And the bottom left is Jianyu on a bike. Well, he wasn't smiling. He did look pretty happy. And on the bottom right uh, is a couple at a flower market. Uh, then we see Chidi and Brent in their painting or charcoal. I said, is it a charcoal class or a painting class? Well, you know, it just started playing. And all that happens at 23 seconds. And I'm not even to like second 18 yet. Uh, Okay, so they're at a charcoal painting class. Chidi's kind of doing like a still life of books and flowers. Brent is painting a red and black racing car with number one on the side. His signature is B.N. Norwalk. I always thought it was like, at first, before they said its last name, I thought it was like Norwalk, California. But uh, So it's a B, but then an N with the, the uh, right side of the N is an arrow pointing up. And I think Chidi's face, you can't tell if he's impressed or feeling neutral or like, oh, dear, at, at, at uh, what's his name, Brent's uh, thing. Then there's a guy sniffing a soccer ball, but it's a chocolate so- soccer ball, uh, full size, believe it or not, because uh, you might say, well, uh, nice and full size soccer ball. I think it was uh, white, white and uh, dark chocolate, or maybe just milk chocolate. I don't know. And uh, they say, "Oh, that was the day everything was chalk." Maybe you remember the day everything was chalk. Eleanor's doing the voiceover. And then we realize we're at Mindy's. Uh, Jason makes a really good joke. Uh, Mindy still has that jukebox or whatever it is. Uh, uh, sh- sh- Michael, uh, only a few hours left in the first year. Eleanor says, "Do as many good deeds as you can by midnight." Oh, the whole, so it's uh, Eleanor, it's everybody but uh, uh, Chidi from the Soul Squad. Uh, Eleanor says, geez, I know, uh, uh, you know, it, it played something, uh, uh, something. They're talking about, geez, I, maybe I overplayed it, uh, you know, trying to get everybody to do good by the end of the year. Then Tahani says, the theme of the party is uh, one year down, infinity to go. Uh, London, oh, there's a lot of good jokes about the black tie. London or Nightbridge uh, black tie jokes. It goes on. Uh, Jason's face, uh, there's a double exclamation point. Uh, Janet also mentions she's going to, at midnight, she'll be doing like, uh, you know, rebooting the Janet babies in some way. 
And then they go, blah, 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 humanity saved, uh, finish strong. Uh, then Michael says, by the way, on that end, and he pulls a coin from Jason's ear. Uh, who Jason says dough, but like a happy dough. And they say, the magnificent uh, Dr. Presto, that's his performing name. And he says, Jesus, what's cool about performance magic versus actual magic? He says, ta-da. Then Eleanor offers him some sarcasm, but Michael says, oh, bafo. Uh, then the episode opens, chapter 46. Then we're at Chidi's uh, place. Uh, uh, let's see. Chidi's, uh, everybody's getting dressed uh, in black tie. Uh, Tahani says, you could have worked. You, you, everyone looks so good. You could work the coat check at the Met Gala. Uh, Brent, uh, what does this mean? Brent bragging on his golf or got, uh, uh, oh, Brent brags on his golf. I was like, Brent brags, uh, oh yeah, he goes, uh, don't let me birdies in. Uh, then he puts on a tux and a can, which was a good effect. Uh, and then someone's like, we're not leaving yet. Uh, and it's, oh, I got to pause it here. 311, uh. I don't know. I don't think it's quite where I can, uh, but John's face, uh, yeah, so she brings in a board. She's been investigating, uh, and it's really full. Right? According to my thing, it's like 3008, but it's not a um, focus shot. Uh, but there's a lot. There's everybody's pictures. She's mostly interested in Eleanor and Michael. There's actually a map of the good place, but it's really out of focus. Otherwise, it'd be... It'd be like in the seventh heaven or whatever. Uh, everything's color coded. Let's see. Chidi's yellow. Uh, Brent is like a turquoise. Janu's uh, uh, like a neon yellow. Uh, Tahani's like an orange. John is neon green. Simone, it says bias results. Uh, I think she, underneath she, she has a nickname or maybe the um, something under her. Eleanor's a light red, and Michael's like a lime, not lime green, I guess a pale green. Qualitative case study analysis, uh, events, a lot there, a lot there. Uh, She's been really working it to to, to figure out, like she knows there's something wrong. Uh, Oh, Janet's on there too. Janet's uh, like a lavender. Uh, control group, uh, what else? Uh, uh, John's face, something wrong with the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, because he knows. Uh, involves people here. Uh, then we're in the office. We see there's five hours, 32 minutes, 11 seconds left. Eleanor, Michael, and Janet are in there. Uh, uh, magic uh, scoreboard. Oh, she says, can you go in there and just see inside the obelisk? Uh, and Janet says, there's a one in 970 trillion chance I could. She comes back, she's like, that did not work. And they said, Jesus, we just wish we had one sign that Brent has improved. Uh, so who, who do I have to fork to say, get one oops, my bad. Uh, one more day, stick to the plan. Michael says, well, we could do something magical. So let's pause it at 434. I'm not sure why. We're at 420 now. Funnily enough, I'm not even kidding. Uh, he pulls. Uh, he tries. He pulls a coin out of Eleanor's ear. Uh, four twenty-nine. Janet reappears. Oh, that's why. So at four thirty-four, there is a close-up of the bore or the board bore. Oh, so Simone says bias results inconclusive. Uh, Eleanor and Michael's name and Janet's names are in quotes. Uh, uh, let's see. Can't read everything. Romantic, defective, godly, something, gesture, oh, bombastic. That's that's very accurate. Uh, and how romantic, bombastic. Uh, uh, oh, John, uh, hopeful, vanity, and pleasantries, maybe? Michael, does it say height and gesture? Uh, Janet, it says... Uh, so I, I couldn't, oh, oh well. Janus was tough to read. I think it said asexual, uh, but I'm not positive. Let me just, I'll just rewind it again. I mean, we're here all night. Am I right or am I right? Uh, there's Janet. Okay, get ready to pause it, Scoots. Okay, here we go. 
something possible super entity asexuality is that what it says parent i don't know there's something obscured by michael oh also in the one corner it says where's linda double question mark and it, for me when i saw it up until this second i thought they were talking about dumb shorts kathy yeah Okay, uh, so back to the show. Something's forked up. Muffin, that's what Cheaty calls Simone. Eleanor and Michael are up to something. Then there's a dumb shorts Kathy joke. Uh, then John says, I can't, I got a hot gas that, about John here that just went to relevant AF. Uh, then Jason comes clean. But he does it in this kind of funny, sedate way. He goes, Hi, I'm Jason Mendoza from Jacksonville, Florida. Go Jags. I was born in a swimming pool. Uh, but then uh, Simone calls uh, Cheaty Ducky, and that John blows John's mind so much he has to sit down. And they say, let's assume things are odd. Is this a test or an experiment? Uh, uh, Tahani goes, everything's perfect. Uh, and then she says, no, Jason's proof it is not. Uh, and he's not the only thing. Then Brent goes, oh, yeah. Uh, Brent says, that. he goes, there's also a best place. Uh, uh, and he said, they, they told me that that's where you're headed, amigo. And she's like, amigo, that they really use that terminology. And they go, how would you get into the best place? Uh, and he goes, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but if I go up there, uh, or maybe he says that later. Uh, they said, keep your eyes open, Muffin and Ducky. Uh, I don't know if John said that or I said that. Muffin and Ducky are on the case. Uh, it probably sounds like John something. Uh, then the party's at the town square. There's five hours, 32 minutes, and five seconds left. And Eleanor goes, how's it going? Jason does a double joke. Uh, and then basically they're like, Simone knows. Then Michael shows up. He goes, pick a card. Uh, and he goes, it's not time for magic or something. And then there's Nad. Uh, then Simone and Cheaty are in the office going through the, uh, everything. They find, uh, she finds this journal. He's reading from it. Here's a, little, a trippy little ditty about a cha- train to Groovy City. Uh, open your freaky crystal mind and we'll have a cosmic good time. He's like, I think this is song lyrics. There's like a violin on the cover of the journal. Uh, See, so Jesus, there's just no evidence here. Uh, what if it was like just honest mistakes? Uh, and then uh, Chidi goes, well, she, she told me about some stuff that I really want to be true about us. Uh, uh, then we go to Mindy's. There's three hours, 35 minutes, and 45 seconds left. Uh, uh, and I said, geez, why does everything fall apart at the end? Uh, and Michael says, she says, only halfway through writing the purple train to Groovy City, and I ran out of creative juice. Uh, uh, new plan. Uh, we do nothing. Uh, yeah, and just, we have no way of knowing. And then Michael says, I have a plan. It's risky. Do you trust me? And everyone says, for you, yeah. Uh, and then he goes, then trust, uh, the magni- trust magic. Uh, the magnificent actor Presto, he pops open a magical top hat. Uh, he doesn't say magic. I just put magic top hat. Uh, then we're, uh, in the office and Chidi tells Simone about soulmates. Uh, pretty neat, huh? She goes, oh, I don't think uh, soulmates exist. Uh, then she finds the emoji pin board, uh, and Chidi goes, well, I guess the party hat guy is better than thermometer guy, angry cat, or smiling, squirming coil that got away. Uh, then we're at the party. There's 58 minutes and 29 seconds left. There's lots of lights. There's spotlights. There's green cone lights that look like trees. Uh, purple tube lights. One of them looks like a trophy. And they say, geez, a magnificent uh, Dr. Presto. This is at 1130. There's also like, so, uh, also they have, uh, Jana has like a sparkly outfit on. And so does Michael. Let me pause it. Uh, so Janet has a regular outfit on, but it's all sparkly. Uh, like, uh, you just got to see it around 11 minutes into the show. Uh, probably with that, it's like 15. Then Michael has like a cummerbund and tie uh, that are sh- shimmering, sparkly, that seem to match Janet's bow and the arms of her dress. 
uh, Earth magic is harder. I'm here to change your mind. Yeah, but his magic tricks, uh, like he does, he makes these quarters appear. Uh, anyway, is that yet? There's a mild applause. Uh, yeah, that's what happens. And Simone uh, t- talks to John and Brent. Uh, it's only the four of us. Uh, it's only the four of us being forked with with Chidi. Uh, but Chidi's like, well, there's no proof. There's uh, like, because, uh, oh, the board showed them that uh, Jason and uh, Tahani were not with them. Uh, uh, but she says, well, how, we don't know this place is necessarily bad. Uh, and Brent goes, this place is fine. And if you don't make it the cut to the better, the best place, I'll put in a good word for you guys. This is for some reason, this joke crushed me. As like, he goes, you guys got any business cards? Yeah, just because Brent's so, then uh, tone deaf. And uh, then Michael asks for a vote, but says, Brent, you volunteer. He takes off his watch, which is the same Rolex Richie Sambora wears. Uh, then this magical hole appears, which Brent goes into to hold on for a while. And Michael says, there's a small dove in your pocket that might help. Uh, then there's an ad. Uh, and then there's like Brent's tone deafness. He uh, goes, you guys are going to, I'm going to own this place. Uh, uh, then they, they say, Jan, uh, Eleanor says, uh, you guys, everybody disperse. You three keep an eye on the situation. John, uh, Simone. And Chidi, uh, we're going to go, uh, go like, uh, r- work with some eternal being technology to figure this out. Uh, and I think John says, let's get the fork out of here. Uh, giant holes are bad. Uh, geez, like, you're trying to help. Uh, then Brent says, I'm very brave, by the way. Then they say, they go back to the office, they're back at the office, Soul Squad minus Chidi. And they just said, geez, I don't know if this is a bad idea. And, and, and Jason goes, no, it's good. He makes a prevent defense uh, metaphor. It's better to try. And he goes, that was coherent. Uh, then Brent, uh, Chidi, Baby Panda Donuts, uh, uh, Chidi's Caboose. Uh, and then someone says, Brent's the opposite of donuts. Uh, and then Jason makes a Hail Mary metaphor. Uh, and they say, two good analogies in a row. Then we're back at the magical Brent. Uh, oh, John, Chidi, and Simone are working. And then John and Simone argue with Chidi. Uh, Chidi talks about his mistakes with almond milk. Uh, uh, so just let's escape out of here, not without Brent. Uh, Brent wouldn't help you. There's a lot of jokes uh, in there. And I said, why would you help him? And she just says, he's a person in the hole. I can't leave him. Uh, and uh, Simone says, I respect your position. Chidi says, I respect yours. Uh, then she leaves. And John goes to leave with her. He goes, by the way, that was the most boring breakup I've ever seen. Uh, John tells Chidi to shake it off. Uh, 25 four, oh then the clock uh, there's like a quick sequence where the clock, clock was at 25:14 it goes down to 10:01 and the soul squad's walking you know minus Chidi. Uh, they're looking around they're like where are they uh, and then from the magic hole they say hello help us please uh, we're in the magic hole and then Brent goes I thought you were smart uh and then they see them down there, and then they're like, it's over, Eleanor. And she goes, no way I'm giving up. Uh, we got to keep trying. And then Jason goes, yeah, you could always, like, when you, you know, get rid of a motorcycle in Tallahassee or whatever, you could do it twice. And then they go back to the office. It's just uh, Eleanor and Michael and Chidi and Brent. Uh, they go, geez, where's John and Simone? Oh, they left. Uh, you think Brent calls them jerks? Uh, Chidi says, geez, they tried really hard with you. Brent says they were jealous. And Chidi goes, don't you get it, man? This is the bad place. Uh, then there's a zoom on Michael and Eleanor, and they do this, like, act, hamming it up. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man, you got us. We had a good run. And Brent goes, wait, so there's no best place? Uh, and Eleanor does this, so there's no best place voice? Yeah, kind of goofy. Uh, Michael goes, Brent, you big white oaf, uh, never change, bud. Uh, and he goes, I'll let them know you're on the way to the the actual bad place. Uh, 
And Brent makes a lot of good faces in this one as he has different levels of denial and realization. Uh, Chidi leans his head back uh, and kind of like, uh, you know, just, I guess, uh, belief and disbelief at the same time. Uh, Eleanor and Mike would go out into the outer the outer office in front of the uh, welcome to the good place. Everything is fine. Sign. Uh, they're watching like via hidden camera. Well done. Franco's crazy twist, huh? This, this one killed me again too. He goes like something out of a Chip Driver novel. Uh, then Chidi uh, says, "Just leave me alone." And Brent says, "You're my only friend." Uh, uh, and then Chidi goes, I'm not your friend. Uh, and he goes, will you help me? Uh, and she says, I helped you because there's a moral code. You don't even care about other people. And Brent's uh, stunned. He says, what are you trying to say here? And uh, Chidi goes, you're a bad person, man. And Brent has this face. Uh, then we cut back to the outer office. Like, you can do this, man. And uh, Michael says, come on, dumb, dumb, faster. Or maybe Eleanor says, I'm. And Brent says, what do you mean? And he stands up. Uh, and he almost, so it just uh, it just happens to fall on the other side, even at this one. Like, because you remember the last time he was confronted with this, he, like, uh, acted out uh, when Simone tried to talk to him about this uh, in front of everybody else. He couldn't handle it. And he stands, he goes, I'm not a bad person. I'm a good person. Uh, something afraid, regret, I don't know. Uh, and then he goes, he touches his face. uh and he goes, look, Chidi, whatever happens next, I need to say this uh, to you. And he goes, I'm so, so, so. And then they phase out and then kind of freeze. And then we're in the outer office. Uh, Janet appears with a picture of margaritas for uh, Eleanor. Uh, and Eleanor says, well, it's zero o'clock in the sky somewhere. And watching the last minute 30 right now, Chidi's trying to explain things to Brent. This is in mute. Uh, and Brent's just kind of staring at him, his mouth's barely open, a little bit stunned. Uh, uh, Chidi's a little frustrated. Brent's is still a little bit of denial. Chidi goes back in. Oh, this one, he says, you're a bad person, dude. Brent's in disbelief, and now everybody's like cheering him on, kind of pleased. Uh, and he goes, no, 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 no. Chidi's frustrated. Brent stands. Uh, Hand in one pocket, paces, uh, I'm a good person. And he looks around. He must have some realization here because he's like kind of nervous and uh, maybe regret looking. And then he go, now he's apologizing to Chidi. Closes his eyes. Yeah, so, so sorry. And they're out. And then, yeah, that's when the margarita stuff happens. Um, and that's how that episode ends. But luckily, because of the magic of uh, podcasting here, uh, we could go right into uh, the next episode, which is episode eight, The Funeral to End All Funerals. Uh, uh, we're in Mindy's. Uh, they're still in their uh, blank tie uh, from the thing. Uh, the obelisk... Uh, uh, starts to unshell. I, I call this guy Tot, but that's not his name. I, I forgot his name. It's like Chad or something. Uh, but he comes out. He kind of stretches. It, it's really funny. He kind of is like really plays a mellow, mellow character. He kind of stretches his neck, uh, rolls it, uh, touches his belly. He goes, that's just, uh, that, that's uncomfortable. He's so much, he goes, hey guys, what's up? They go, what's up? What happened? Uh, Jason makes a great joke. Uh, then they see, so they can't reveal except to the judge. Uh, yeah, Eleanor says, where is everybody? I mean, and by specifically, I mean, Chidi and Janet goes, well, they're in the bathroom. She goes on the loo. Uh, not enough information. They're in the bathroom, the best seat Chidi's on. Uh, Eleanor says, wake up Chidi, snappy, snappy, memory fixy. And then, uh, the obelisk guy, I have his name written somewhere, but he says, not until I've ruled, the judge has ruled on the case, uh, he says, let's go, but uh, humans have to stay here. Eleanor says, I worked my ash off. Michael says, how about some tequila? She goes, okay. And then the episode opens, chapter 47. So it doesn't mean that there's going to be 50 episodes, eight, 
So 48 would be 9. 49 would be 10. Maybe it'll be 51. I don't know. Because what is there, usually 12 episodes a season or not? I can't remember. I'm sorry about that. I just fugued out there. Uh, uh, Town Square, lasagna out tomorrow. Janet Jason. Uh, oh, Jason's in a cool warm-up suit with a gold chain. Uh, Eleanor Tahani are slow walking. I see, geez, it feels like some sort of goodbye. All the cafe chairs are kind of, the cafe looks like it's close. Like the chairs are leaned against the tables. Uh, uh, everyone something. Uh, well, Jason says, uh, 15 funerals by now. Uh, uh, tell you what happened. Oh, oh, she, then, uh, Jan says, I'll tell you what happened at your real, real funerals. Uh, she goes, Tahani, at your funeral, Moby. And then she goes, no, thank you. Don't need to know about him. She goes, Jason, your friend's graffiti to Red Lobster. He goes, oh, yeah, it's the first stage of Jacksonville grief. Uh, Eleanor goes, well, in Arizona, you get a tax credit. Uh, and then Tahani says, let's throw ourselves a funeral to end all funerals. Uh, and then Jason goes, you know what they say in Florida? If you don't like this funeral, just wait a minute. Uh, then we're in court, uh, Sean's there and Bad Janet, uh, there's like two big round portals that look like they're opening up into like a magical sea. Then there's two rows of two benches, uh, with a center aisle, a marble floor. Where Bad Janet says, geez, what's the Wi-Fi password? There's no service in here. Sean goes to talk to Michael. Michael says, "Whatever bounces off of you, whatever you say about stuff, me sticks to you. You're glue or something." Uh, Sean goes, "So it's come to this uh, in his delicious Sean voice, uh, a pathetic attempt for humans fail again." And Michael says, "Well, you're glue." Uh, then the good people come come in, the good place people in committee. And then Michael says, "Thank you." They go, "No, thank you. You did great." Uh, they should, Sean will meet you halfway. And he goes, oh, he makes a mom joke. Uh, and they all laugh. They go, that was so horrible. Uh, then we see Tahani lying down. And you should definitely rewatch this episode because just watching all of them pretending the acting level of acting of them when they're lying there, uh, listening to the, the, the uh, eulogies, it's just their faces are so worth it. Yeah, let's see, lying down, eyes closed. She has a nice pillow. It's like a cream-colored couch. There's flowers. There's a picture of her from uh, International Sophisticate Magazine. I forgot what she was holding in that. Uh, Eleanor's in a black dress. Uh, Chidi's in black tie, too. She looks, this is, you know, where she wanted Gulfstream G6, or G650 jet. Uh, Super nice. Uh, Jason makes a joke about uh, uh, something funny. Then Eleanor makes these good jokes about bras. And she says, she's the best friend, friend I ever had. I loved her. And then Tahani jumps up. She says, oh, thank you. Uh, wish Chidi was here. Then they do a whole weekend at Bernie's. But actually, I just haven't accidentally paused it. And they're in Mindy's bathroom. And Mindy has yet another interesting portrait up in her bathroom of... Uh, I've no idea who it is. Uh, and then two pink candles on like sparkly uh, candle holders. Uh, so that's just amazing. Uh, uh, Eleanor says, she's I have hands full of cheaty butt. Uh, how did he get so jacked to push up since he was a kid uh, for anxiety? Then we're back at the courthouse. The portals are closed. Uh, a uh, judge says, Jesus, this is the most important case I've ever had. It has uh, ramifications for all of eternity. By the way, can you sign this? Uh, Michael says, what is it? She goes, petition to bring back Allie McBeal. Or reboot it, actually. And then uh, uh, then there's a, a joke about Zendaya, uh, which Sean's a big fan, who, who Sean's a big fan of. Zendaya? Zendaya. Uh, it says Zendaya. Uh, or Zendaya. Zendaya. I think, uh, but Sean knows, uh, uh, oh, Matt is the name of it. She goes, fine, uh, Matt, because Michael says, I can't, I get, well, let's get to the work. Uh, uh, the name of the gentleman, the, the accountant kind of is Matt, uh, 
and he does a hilarious countdown. He starts at 30. They go pick it up. It goes, okay, 2 1. It says, Future Humanity. He has this huge game show board. It's digital. Who got better? Uh, it's pictures of Simone Chidi, John, and Brent. Uh, spinning wheels uh, with question marks at first. Uh, oh, yeah, I said I was going to pause it because actually, it actually, like, really, let me see. I'm going to try to pause it here. Question marks come up. Uh, then their pictures. Uh, and uh, then they say, okay, I managed to pause it. So they bring Simone up first. She got 12% better. Michael says, bam. He stands up, like, shakes his fist with happiness. But it almost looks random. Like, under Cheaty right now, when it's paused, it says, plus 39%, negative 394, negative 78. Uh, with John, it says negative 21, negative 683, plus 44%. Uh, with Brent, it says uh, plus 3%, negative 62%, minus 188. Uh, yeah, but then it plays uh, Chidi, uh, let's see, 26%, bam. Uh, Brent, 44%, bam. Uh, and then uh, Brent... Uh, negative one percent and it does the like showcase showdown when you go over or whatever dun, 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 like with the frown sound uh uh sound effect michael says shoot i shouldn't have gone with that bam then there's an ad yeah then we're at jason's thing there's wings in a swimming pool jacksonville jaguar cup uh eleanor has a tropical drink jason something something pool uh uh, Chidi's in uh, on a pool float with uh, sunglasses on. Uh, he has a drink in, uh, with an umbrella and a Jags towel as a pillow. And they say, geez, why'd you choose this uh, setting for your funeral? Uh, and he goes, well, the way you do it is where you were born uh, in Jacksonville. Uh, my mom, you know, I was born when my mom did a cannonball in the deep end. Uh, there's more jokes, uh, more wings. Uh, yeah, then we see Jason's on a um, diving board. We get to watch his face. Uh, there's a Jags towel. He has a Jags suit coat, uh, a gold shirt, black tie. Uh, then we see his uh, Eleanor, Janet, and uh, Tahani standing. Uh, Janet has a Jags hat on. There's a picture of Jason from his dance crew. Uh, jump in and then a, a stuffed like Jacksonville Jaguars bear. There's Jags vet, Jags chair, folding chairs. Um, I think that's it. Uh, that's of super importance. Uh, uh, Jason on diving board. Uh, oh, there's a joke about pinatas. Uh, uh, just his face is so good too. Uh, Janice says he's the first person to ask, ask about my feelings. I didn't have any, so I decided to go get some. I could see some, something special inside him—a multicolored blob of positivity behind his sternum. That rainbow blob inside of a hot life-size action figure. Eleanor goes, you know, I'm glad there's somebody I could relate to here. Stay some forever. Stay some forever, indeed. Then we go back to the court, uh, big picture. Michael says, kind of three of these people improved a lot. Uh, Chidi became more confident. Someone became more flexible. Uh, 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 John didn't use the C word, uh, but Brent got worse. Uh, and then uh, Michael says, well, overall in the experiments, like six people got better. That's the same number of friends and friends. Uh, and then he makes a bunch of jokes about friends, and Phoebe's the only one that would be in the good place, turns out. And Sean says, all for nothing, bam, you're glue. And then you talk about like like talk about, well, anyway, they say a very interesting point, Sean. And Michael says, call up some other files, Camilla Jamil. Donna Shellstrop, a stepdaughter, uh, Patricia Cat. Oh, it does it's Patricia, which her name is spelled. Last name is spelled K A T T E R T T R U N E. Catertrune, maybe. And then uh, Pillboy Stephen uh, Palaz. Uh, 
Pellias, I think. Pellias, uh, that's what it was, Pillboy. They kind of have ID cards. They come up with lots of uh, bad place symbols and letters uh, and uh, some other stuff. Uh, they became good people. Uh, and then they go, well, geez, not, these aren't random. You can't just bring up random good people. We could bring up random bad people. He goes, no, no, they're not random. Uh, you know, these are the people the Soul Squad helped on Earth. Uh, and they didn't use any magic. It was just kindness and emotional support. They made these people, four people better. And they talk about, the judge is like, I don't think you're using um, whatever rubber, your glue correctly. They all have graphs where their points jumped with the soul squad intervention. Uh, Pillboy's caring for the elderly. Camila uh, had started a scholarship in Tahani's name, sent 213 women to college. Donna helps uh, with homework. Patricia taught Donna math every night. A learned multiplication. Michael says, yikes. Uh, and he says, people improve when they get external love and support. Uh, how can one hold it against them when they don't? And then either Brent or the judge, I mean, either Sean or the judge say, Brent got worse every second of every day until the very end. And uh, then they say, geez, like, uh, but then uh, at the very end, he did get a uh, top recent oh, point edition. So this is what it says uh, for Brent. Felt uh, genuine remorse for the first time, nearly expressed genuine remorse for the first time. And Michael says, this is the whole story. Uh, no one is beyond rehabilitation. Uh, who could he have become tomorrow? Uh, and the judge says, I'll have my ruling shortly. Then we go back to pool. They say, Janet, what about your funeral? And uh, Jason says, we're good doing it. Damon and Buster's right. Uh, there's still buckets of wings everywhere. Uh, Ian Jan goes, I don't need it. Tahani, you taught me how to make a family. Uh, or if you don't have a family, you can make one. Jason taught me that have value beyond what I do for other people. Uh, and she goes, Eleanor, there was a moment when I observed you and all hope was lost, and I watched you have hope anyway. Uh, maybe you want to barf a beautiful quasar. And they say, what about you, Eleanor? She goes, mine's easy. We could do it here. She's lying in a pool chair with a D-E-D-A-D-A-F -E -D -E -D -E uh, T-shirt uh, and written in sparkly blue. Uh, jean shorts and there's a picture of her uh like in a pink sweater kind of like a headshot almost uh she's got that uh lonely girl uh magenta margarita mix uh tahani's in sweats actually one of her sweats her sweatshirts magenta uh kind of cream or white pants or maybe even powder blue another white sweatshirt uh maybe Maybe it's more of a grape, her sweatshirt, her hoodie. Uh, she's in some kind of slippers. There's lots of flowers. And you have the big picture of Eleanor. There's even in the background a You Dead banner. A tiki bar uh, set up. Janice in a pink hat. Jason's in a tropical tank top. Uh, we're here to celebrate Eleanor. She spent most of her life at a bar at a house uh, she was not invited to. Uh, uh, she's making great faces, full surprises. Uh, uh, Tahani says, when I was with her, I never felt so seen. Uh, Jason sings her a song, which kind of goes, whoa, 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 whoa like uh, uh, cannons explode. Uh, uh, and they go, like, uh, whatever, it's funny. Uh, and they go, who's left? Oh, Chidi. Uh, so they put him in his room with all the books and the desk lamps. Uh, yeah, there's a picture of him studying. Uh, there's a book in his lap, uh, which I wrote down here somewhere. Uh, oh, before they cut to the scene, though, Chidi was at Eleanor's. He was dressed as a mailman uh, from Eleanor's Fantasies. Oh, Chidi has a copy of What We Owe Each Other. Uh, and Eleanor really can't talk about it. She goes, Chidi was it rootin' tootin' ratin' rootin' varmint. Uh, she goes, I can't do it. Uh, I have to pay, you know, I can't. Then we go back to the judges ready. Uh, oh, Eleanor, oh no, then Janice says we could, the judge is ready to pass judgment. So let's go. And they go, oh, we got to change, uh, outfits because, uh, uh, Tahani's butt says skank army on it. Uh, so then we go back to court. The judge says, yeah, the point system is flawed. Uh, you're right. Humans are not, uh, fixed. Uh, you won. And everyone's stunned. 
Uh, and they go, geez, well, that wasn't so hard. Let's celebrate. Everybody's clapping. Sean slumps down. And the judge goes, okay, well, this is great. So Earth's canceled. Uh, we'll start a new one from scratch. Uh, in some sense, I really am rebooting Allie McBeelix. I'm rebooting everything. And she goes, congrats, Michael, you won. And then they go to an ad. Uh, Jason says, whoa. Uh, he goes, oh, can you say that again? Because some of us might have been thinking about other stuff. Uh, you go, this is drastic. She goes, no, Earth's too much of a mess. Uh, she goes, we can get rid of everything, even baby teeth, which is great. Uh, and she goes, well, what was your plan, Michael? Michael was like, well, I would have... Uh, you know, just tweaked the points. Like, maybe you get three points for eating an apple instead of two. I think Eleanor says something about spanks for your soul. And then she goes, Judge goes, no, no, Earth is too uh, complicated. Where did I put my human wiper outer again? Uh, and then she goes, lip gloss, lip gloss, a thing that ends all the wars, which is like a white button with like a blue LED light. Very like a, I like, a, like the old white apple aesthetic. Uh, a DVD of Justified Season 2. Then Sean's like, wow, you won. Uh, his feet are up on his desk. He's looking at his nails. Because uh, you won and somehow you still failed. Uh, there's also like four files for the, um, uh, and he has two uh, legal pads and an ashtray. And Sean looks pretty smooth. He's in, a, um, I guess, an olive uh, wool suit uh, with like a, uh, like a, um, I don't know, burgundy tie, maybe, maybe not, maybe a rust colored tie. And I had to pause it twice when he's looking at his nails with, with his feet up, which is a good look for him as a representative of the bad place. Uh, Eleanor says, wake up cheating now. Uh, uh, she goes, yo, what about the good place or nerds? She goes, yo, angel types, uh, how about some help? And they say, yeah, we're constructing some strongly worded letters. Uh, and they say, are we sure we should use a strident, sternly worded letters? Sternly. Strident upsets the norms. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Uh, and then the back at the uh, uh, courtroom, uh, and the judge says, Michael, Sean. Sean does like the old finger point thing. Uh, Janet, uh, see ya. Uh, seen a billion years or so. It's been crazy. Uh, ride. Looks like she also got a bottle of hot sauce out of her purse. She found the remote, uh, by the way. That's why she's doing that. Then, then she sings. Uh, she says, oh, it's been a crazy, one crazy ride. Uh, then she starts singing. Uh, and then I was like, is this some new song or, or like uh, that I don't recognize? Or is this like a song from 19, the, the, like uh, the, the cusp of... Uh, yeah, so it, it took me a while to realize uh, that it was Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, the crossroads. Because uh, I said, well, maybe I'm just, just so out of sync with, like, but I said, well, this got recorded, like, uh, eight months ago. So even if it's a popular song, I shouldn't know it. Uh, but, like, the, the it's about miss, missing people at the crossroads. And uh, so then I had to, like, I listened to the song. I said, oh, okay, yeah, it is. Uh, so that was cool. That was a throwback. Uh, really good because, oh, she's singing. So she starts moving. Then, uh, what was the kid's name? Not Chad. Oh, oh so she's singing and a little bit moving. And then Matt is kind of dancing. Uh, and, uh, and then Sean's kind of snapping and moving along. Uh, and she says, I'm going to miss you guys. Uh, she says that at the end, but like really plays it out. And this is where you, when you're getting someone of this caliber uh, to play kind of a, some, like a role, Maya Rudolph, it's like, holy cow, you really uh, get somebody that brings their A game. Uh, then we hear the Janet sound when she blinks in and out uh, and the remote's gone. She goes, Janet, give, give, give it back. She goes, I hit it in my void. So the judge goes into Janet's void. She goes, oh, she, she said, that's so weird. She's in my void. And then the judge comes out. She goes, real cute. Where is it? Uh, and Janet goes, not in my void. She goes, no. And then bad Janet kind of walks uh, up uh, holding a book. Of course, my uh, it's a playback stat, but that's not a big deal. Um, bad Janet walks uh, holding a book. Uh, she says, uh, 
It's it's in mine. And uh, she goes, by the way, I'm with them now. Uh, and uh, she goes, the solar system's a royally fort. Uh, humans suck, uh, but it's not their fault. Uh, Sean's kind of in disbelief, uh, but then uh, Jan- good Janice says, I'm so proud of you. She goes, I don't care. She goes, I think you do. And then she goes, sister hug. And the judge says, I'm not going to see my work undone by two Janice uh, playing keep away. And Bad Janice says, I should have explained. It's all of us. Uh, this is at two minutes and 30 seconds left in the episode. So I'm watching it right now. Uh, she goes, I sent a manifesto around. Uh, if there's one Janet that comes in that says, I mostly uh, send gifts of otters. Uh, well, let's see. They're about to come in here now. Here's the sister hug here. Uh, Janet's face to face. Uh, the judge not happy, and Matt doesn't look happy either. I don't see Eleanor in this. Oh, she's off the side. Okay, here comes the Janice. It's really funny. Uh, oh boy, I was gonna try. Let me try to pause it a few times here. You know, this is live sleep podcasting recorded. Okay, so first Janet's come through on the left. It's very similar to Good Janet. And the one on the right is she just has a little bit more, less, uh, she has like a more plaid look. Then a couple bad Janet lookalikes. Uh, uh, then some Janets in just uh, contrasting outfits. One in a tan, one in a little bit louder of an outfit, I'd say. Uh, a couple in very similar ones. Good, both uh, Bad Janet is stunned. Uh, good Janet is... Uh, rebellious then a janet in like a disco uh roller skate outfit flies through uh which was hilarious she even does like a like a spin move uh more janets she does like a groovy like thing she does finger pointing the judge closes the portals and puts uh what are those things called you put on your uh like uh put on your steering with a locket yeah, but at this point, enough good Janets have come in, a whole line of them. Oh, let's see, should we count them? You're right, we should. You're right. Uh, so let me see if I can pause here and count when they're all in the room. And take some quality pausing here. Okay, there we go. Some of them wave. Uh, okay, so yeah, okay, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, so th- th- eight t- two rows of or two sets of eighteen Janets uh, ro- arranged in rows of three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. So it's thirty-six plus our current Janets makes thirty-eight. Uh, oh, what other var- what are the variations? Oh, great question. So Disco Janet only one. A uh, very similar to our Janet. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. Uh, then a slight variation with a louder shirt. There's uh, three of those, uh, maybe four. Uh, four, I guess. Uh, then a tan Janet. Uh, one, two. One has terrible posture. Three, four, five, six of those. Uh, bad Janets. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine. It's any kind of Janet in a plaid. Again, please don't check my math. Uh, one, two, uh, one in the back, maybe three, four. Yeah, there's a couple I can't see, but yeah, the, the, so that's a kind of countdown of the, Jan- the, the Janet count. Uh, sent the manifesto around. That's when the one says, I mostly send you gifts of otters. Uh, she also gives thumbs up. Then they go to a commercial. Uh, come back. This is so annoying. Uh, she goes, I'm going to search each one of you, Janets, marbleize you. Uh, they go, okay, then Michael, the skull says, we need a plan, plan. Michael goes, plans, plan. Step one, get a plan. Step one, do the, step two, do the plan. And he says, if we can't change, or maybe Eleanor says, if we can't change the points, we could change what we do with the points. A uh, new system for judging the humans. Uh, now, Eleanor says, if we only knew one person here who was smart enough to save humanity, and then Jason goes, fine, I'll do it. Uh, 
And uh, Eleanor says, this is really interesting stuff, too. She goes, better afterlife is the ultimate ethical question. Uh, uh, we need Chidi back, and Chidi needs his memories. Uh, and then again, the stakes, I mean, there's still high stakes. Uh, there's a ticking clock, and then Michael says, you want to take the most, because then you say, okay, this all makes sense. But then Michael says, you want to take the most indecisive man ever born. Uh, stuff him through memories of 800 versions of himself and then tell us he has 45 minutes to save humanity? You think that's going to go well? And Eleanor says he's our only chance. Uh, wake him up. Uh, then the judge again uh, emphasizes the clock because she pops out of a Janet. She goes, uh, next. Uh, and then we zoom on Cheaty and the episode comes to an end. So I don't know if we'll get a ninth episode before the holidays or a ninth and a tenth episode before the holidays or not. I don't know how long we'll be waiting to find out what happens next, but I know I'll be looking forward to it. Uh, Good night.